Thank you so much for joining the Women and Faith podcast. I'm Stephanie Schwartz, the host of Women in Faith, and we're here to help women trust and obey God by knowing and applying His Word. I have my friend Ashley Carrado back with me today. Um, Ashley, can you tell me a little bit just maybe about uh, any education that you have or job experience or future goals or just anything like that? Um, well, I went to college in, back in Florida, Florida oh, wow. State University. Okay. It's actually where I was born. Oh. My parents both attended the university as well. Oh, So I kind of went full circle yeah. went back there, and that's where I met my husband. Okay. We both went to school there. And uh, moving out here, I held some odds and ends jobs. I ended up being a, um, a sales manager for a oh. company and managing all of Southern California for wow. sales. and. Then became a stay-at-home mom, oh, which wow. has been my longest-running job yet. Wow, how exciting! So <laughs> yeah. from one extreme to the other, totally. Yeah, yeah. how funny! Yeah. Now, why did you guys decide to relocate from Florida to California? Uh, my husband's job brought us out here originally. Okay. Yes, okay. so he was managing the West Coast. Oh wow! So was that hard? Um, not for me. I moved around a lot as a kid. Okay. So you can kind of pick me up and drop me off anywhere <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. So for me, not so much for him, maybe a little more. He mm. born and raised in Florida. Right. So that was a big change for him. Yeah. Yeah. How funny. What city so. in Florida? He's from Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. And I was born in Tallahassee, both okay. Northern Florida cities. Right. Yeah. And uh, so moving out to Orange County was different mm. for both of us because right. I lived mainly on the East Coast and the Midwest. I'd never okay. been out West. So right. this was my first Western yeah. state. And so funny. Longest I've ever lived anywhere is California now. Oh, yeah. Wow. Years. And longest at the stay-at-home mom yes. career, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's exciting. Well, I have Ashley here with me today. Uh, she recently did a teaching in our Navigating Motherhood ministry and just did a great job um, kind of explaining to our guests why it's so important that we prioritize our marriages and, you know, make our husbands our best friends, so mm -hmm. to speak. Um, last time we looked at that priority, that mm -hmm. need for that priority. We really kind of focused on Genesis 2, 24, where it says, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife and they shall become one flesh. We even mentioned that Jesus cites mm -hmm. that verse and the apostle Paul cites mm -hmm. that verse in Ephesians. So, um, we see that this is, you know, a, a universal truth, a principle mm -hmm. that's true for us that we've got to prioritize that relationship. And, uh, you know, um, wanting to continue this dialogue with Ashley, uh, we could see last time that, yes, there is this need to prioritize this, but, you know, we're going to talk this time a little more about practicals, mm -hmm. you know, just the tips, the ideas, what that looks like and how that's done. And I know last time you were talking a little bit about kids because we were saying, wow, is it, you know, really important to prioritize your marriage over your relationship with your kids, which just feels so just hard. Mm -hmm. It just feels like, wow, it just doesn't, you know, seem like the natural thing to do. It can feel unnatural. Yeah. 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 And yet we can see that it's a biblical mandate. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, you had mentioned one of the things in, you know, just doing that was making sure that our kids aren't 
interrupting all the time. And, mm-hmm. and that seems hard. I mean, especially at home, you feel like the kids just burst in and, you know, it's about them and mm-hmm. you drop everything for them. And do you feel like that makes a difference in prioritizing your time with your husband? It can definitely add challenges for sure, right? Because uh, just tending to them takes yes. a lot of time, especially yeah. when they're young. Yeah. Um, they just need so much and need so much of your time. But um, there's just a lot of practical ways that we can invest our time with our husbands, even with children around. Mm. Um, One way is to make sure the kids go to bed early. Wow, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's a simple thing, but I know especially in summertime, we can kind of get in the habit Mm. of like letting them stay up and stuff. But then by the time they go to bed, you're exhausted, your husband's exhausted, and everyone crashes. And I think really being intentional about getting the kids to bed early Mm. in a regular bedtime and then Mm. having that time with your husband and even letting your children know, right? Mm. You guys are going to bed, you know, daddy and I are going to have our time now. This is mommy and daddy time. And just vocalizing that to them, I think for them to hear over and over, like we talked about before, Mm -hmm. just again, builds that little wall of security Mm. and confidence for them that mom and dad relationship is secure, that they're investing in it and putting time into it. Hmm. So um, putting kids to bed early and just yeah. making sure you have at least, you know, an hour, right. half an hour with your husband yeah. without the kids around. Right. Um, it's just a little change you can make if you're not already doing it mm. in your home. And then also, uh, I think if you're going to go out on date nights, I've seen mm-hmm. a lot, we'll be out and we see, you know, a you know, a couple out there on a date night and you can tell they're trying to have a date night, but they have like the baby carrier next to them and like the toddler on the iPad. And it's like, no, that's family night. Mm. <laughs> you know, don't bring your kids right. on date night. Date right. night is just you and your husband. Mm. Um, if the kids are with you. That's, that's family night. Even mm-hmm. if you're trying to create right. a separation at the yeah. table, it doesn't work. Mm. Um, it needs to be a separate event. And again, the kids need to know mom and dad are going out on a date. Mm. We're going to go out and spend time together and you're going to stay with whomever you've designated to stay with them that night. So right. it's it's good for them yeah. to see that. Yeah, so that's yeah. good. Not yeah. confusing, you know, date night with family mm-hmm. night because it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what if it's too hard to find someone to watch your kids or you're really not even comfortable having someone watch your kids? Yeah, it's a challenge. I mean, mm. I mentioned before, my husband and I, we don't have any family around. Yeah. I know people who have, you know, in-laws and stuff. It's so easy, right? Mm-hmm. Drop the kids off or they come over and you get lots of date nights. We did not have that, but we did always make an effort to go out. Mm-hmm. And um, thankfully, in our old neighborhood, we had a woman who just loved children. Oh, and wow. We were close with her as a neighbor and she just offered. She said, I want to watch your kids. I just, right. you guys go out. And so... And she did it for free. It was mm. she, it fulfilled her to do it. So for her, that was her payment was right. to yeah. be around That's children. Funny. Yeah, and we got to go out every mm. now and then, which right. was really nice. Um, but there's so many other options to finding babysitters. You can swap with friends. Mm. I've seen that a lot, where people will say, "I'll take your kids this Friday night, and next Friday night you'll take mine, and we'll right. go out." Um, there's ways to avoid the babysitter dilemma okay. as it can become. But babysitters are there as well. If you can find a really good and trusted one, mm-hmm. it's great. I know yeah. we had one gal in particular that we just loved. And we, you know, when she was available, we were so happy. The kids were happy to have her come. So if you can find that one trusted one, that's fantastic. But there's a lot of other options out mm. there. Right. So I think babysitting being the, a deterrent or, yeah. yes. well, we can't go out because we don't have family around. Yeah. I mean, I've heard people say that. Yeah. Mm, no. Yeah. You know? Okay. We, I say make it happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. figure out a way. Friends, right. 
you know, neighbors? Well, you did mention that, you know, the kids get a sense of uh, safety, a sense of protection when they see that relationship strong between their parents. What about if you want to go on a date night and your kids just throw a fit? Mm -hmm. They don't want you going. They don't want you leaving anywhere and they're screaming and crying and you just feel like, I can't do this. Yeah. It's, it, that can be hard. And yeah. I know, if, especially if you're a new mom, you yes. know, and that newborn is yeah. just screaming. And, yeah. Um, I've, I've done that, um, mm-hmm. but I have walked out the door, right. you know, with the kids <laughs> screaming. Right. right. Totally. <laughs> it seems cruel, but yeah. they're okay. Right. They are okay. Mm. Um, nine times out of 10, when you come home, the babysitter, whoever's watching says, oh, you know, they were laughing five minutes after you left, mm. you know, right. they are okay. Yeah. Right. Um, they're trying in whatever way possible to you know, keep you there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, they don't want it, but again, it, they don't know what's good for them. They're right, children. We right. know what's best for them and yeah. truly what's best for them is for mom and dad to have a strong marriage. Mm. So, um, as hard as that can be mm-hmm. to leave a screaming child, yeah. it, um, you know, we got to do it. And, right. you know, most times it works out just fine. Mm. You know, they are just fine. Yeah. Um, they're kind of putting on a show to get their way. And, um, but we need to put our husbands first and yeah. say we need to go out, right. you know. But the more, if our kids are old enough, the more we talk to them about it, mm-hmm. I think it'll alleviate that a little more. Maybe leading up to a date night, saying, "Okay, this Friday, you know, mommy and daddy are going to come out, and you know, Miss Anna's going to come over." You know, mm-hmm. maybe preparing them beforehand right. can help kind of soften that blow versus yeah. someone just showing up at the door and then right. you leaving. Yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah, um, no, that's and it may take good. time. Yeah. But Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. So, you know, making sure that you're spending time with your husband is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, What about, you know, I mean, when you just feel like I am just way too busy, I'm exhausted, Mm -hmm. I'm drained, I just want to look at my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to have to spend time with my husband. We live under the same roof. We eat out of the same refrigerator. Mm-hmm. We sleep in the same bed. Yeah. I'm spending time with him, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Roommates do that. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. Roommates eat out of the same fridge mm-hmm. and maybe watch the same TV shows yes. together. They don't yeah. sleep in the same bed, yeah. but uh, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's roommates, and you mm. hear that all too often. Right. Uh, the empty nesters will often confess that the kids have left and now they feel like roommates. Right. And so I guess uh, my mindset has always been, especially since I've been a Christian, that I, I kind of fast forward mm-hmm. when the kids are gone. Right. What do I want it to be like? Mm-hmm. And if I'm setting that standard now of just ugh, like, you know, I just, yeah. whatever, we hang out at home, you know, I don't want to put in that effort. Right. I'm never going to do, I'm never going to do it later. Right. Yeah. I'm, it's not going to come later. And 20 years will go by like that. Yeah. And now I've got a roommate mm. and that's not my desire. Right. Um, and I don't think it's anyone's desire when they get married. Yeah. No one says no. these vows and says, Oh yeah. And 30 yeah. years we're going to be right. roommates. Right. <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah. Right. We want mm. that close knit mm-hmm. relationship, but it takes work. Yeah. So that means pushing past those feelings of I'm tired or yeah. I need me time. Right. Uh, me time is a big one. And, um, and, and spending time with your husband, mm. going out with yeah. him, talking with him, yeah. um, just getting on the same page with him. Yeah. 
I remember a friend told me once, and I love this piece of advice of uh, doing couch time mm-hmm. when he comes home. Mm-hmm. And this kind of goes into play with like the kids not interrupting. It's he right. comes home and gets situated. And then you two have about five minutes mm-hmm. to just sit and kind of reconnect, mm-hmm. you know, because he's been at work and, you know, you've been at home or at work all day and you've mm-hmm. been on different paths. And now you just take that time to kind of mm-hmm. get on that same home path together. Right. And kind of talk about your days a bit, but just mm. get on that same page. Mm-hmm. I mean, five minutes. Yeah. We all have five minutes. Totally. You know, no matter how busy we are. Yeah. Well, yeah. what if um, our husbands don't want that five minutes with us? I mean, yeah. if they, you know, we say, oh, I'd love to have couch time or whatever. And they're like, that's the last thing I want to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, let's say they come home and they don't want to be with us or they don't want to hang out with us. I mean, what do we do? I still think, well, couch time is just a suggestion, Okay. you know, but I think there's other ways Mm -hmm. that we can spend that time Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, planning that date night. Mm, Right. Um, I know in our marriage, I'm more of the date night planner Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Right. It's, you know, it doesn't always have to be the man, you know, creating these amazing date nights and sweeping off your feet every week. Um, It's okay if you plan the date nights Mm. and, you know, what I'll do is I I stick it on the calendar and I, I send him an invite Oh, you know, a yeah. week in advance right. or so. And, yeah. and then he'll respond and, you know, yeah, let's go out, you right. know. Um, you know, but just if if you have a husband who's reluctant or maybe who has pulled away a little bit, yeah. which which can happen, right. you might have to take it a little slower. Mm. Maybe not even jump into date nights. Right. But, you know, again, put those kids to bed early right. and, and start investing those nuggets of time just after the kids go to bed. Right. You know, yeah. trying not to do the whole, like, you watch your show and I'm going to sit on my iPad right. routine, which totally. people get into. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about, you know, just the the feelings of even being, mm. like, slighted or rejected? Mm-hmm. Let's say that you, you know, you suggest something like, oh, let's go out mm-hmm. or let's have couch time or, you know, whatever, and they're like, no, no thanks. I'm tired. I'm busy. You know, I really don't want to talk to you right now. And then you feel hurt. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it hurts your feelings and you think, well, then forget it. Right. You know, if you don't want to hang out with me, I'm not going to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. How do you press through that? I think, you know, it's it's easy to get your feelings really hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I've been there a few times, but um, I've seen that if I keep making the effort and even leveling with your husband and saying, listen, you know, I really want to, I mean, speak exactly what you're truly wanting. I want to invest in our marriage. Mm -hmm. I want to be closer to you. I feel like we've grown distance. I mean, a lot of times distance can grow and no one talks about it. Right. We all just kind of sit around and like let this elephant in the Mm -hmm. room just Mm -hmm. sit there and no one talks about it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just breaking that ice and saying, hey, I really feel distant from you. Yeah. And I I want to invest this time. Can mm. we just do something little? Can right. we, you know, talk about this or, you know, and right. that can sometimes soften their heart, you know, yeah. towards that. Yeah, totally. Um, but I would say throwing your hands up in the air mm. and giving up is yeah. just I mean, what is that going to do? Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if totally. he's not going to initiate it, if you know he's not going to. Right. right. And you do it once or twice and feel rejected and then throw your hands up, well, then now you're in a really bad right. bad spot. Right, totally. Right? Yeah, what about, you know, if you do, let's say you get the date night or whatever, yeah. and 15 minutes into it, all you're doing is fighting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just can't get along. You're fighting, you're talking about finances, mm-hmm. you're talking about the kids, you're over it, and, you know, you're ready to turn around and go home. Mm-hmm. I, I personally try to stay away from those topics mm. on date night. Okay. Um, 
you know, kids, try yeah. not to bring the kids up right. at date night. They're at home, mm. you know, this is your kind of break from them. Right. Uh, this isn't the time to talk about disciplinary issues or right. whatever with the kids. And then money can be a hot button with people. Mm-hmm. Just, just don't bring it up. Or if he brings it up, try to, you know, redirect that conversation, but maybe have some ideas about what you want to talk about oh, yeah, that's uh, for good. your, for your date night. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's, um, you know, vacation mm-hmm. that you guys are planning. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know for us, we love to daydream. I, mm. we've, like I said, we sail and we yeah. love to sail. We want to sail around the world one day. It's been kind of our dream oh, and we will on a date night, probably for 15, 20 minutes, sit and talk about sailing around the world. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we may never do it right, and that's okay, right? but it's been really fun to mm. talk about it mm. for years on end. So maybe have some topics in yeah. mind. Um, and then talking about the past can be good too, mm. uh, about when you were first dating, you know, when right. things were exciting yeah. and new yeah. can kind of rekindle mm. those feelings and kind of detract from any kind of negativity that can come in. But I would say as a wife, try to choose your topics carefully, Yeah, you know, maybe even have some in your back pocket mm, to bring up, um, yeah. especially if going out on dates is a newer thing. Mm-hmm. If you're just trying to really implement it, right. it's going to have to kind of, it's going to feel unnatural at first right? if you haven't been doing it since day one or yeah. if you've taken a long break because you had kids, right? right? It's going to feel a little unnatural and a little awkward, but uh, just got to push through it. Right. You know, yeah, and be oh, prepared. That's good. Yeah. yeah, you know. Well, what if you know? Maybe he wants to do something, but mm-hmm. the stuff he wants to do mm-hmm. isn't what you want to do. Like yeah. maybe uh, you don't like the restaurants that he likes, and you don't like the movies that he wants to go to, and he wants to shoot guns, and you don't shoot guns, or you know, he wants to ride bikes, and mm-hmm. you don't want to ride bikes. I mean, mm-hmm. what do you do? Well, I think. If you're not wanting to do what he wants to do, I think that's looking at oneself a little too much uh, to be selfish and say, well, it's not what I want to do. I think there's true joy to be found in doing something with your husband that maybe isn't your favorite thing to do, Mm. but seeing the joy that it brings him when you do it with him. Right. yeah, like the shooting thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, you know, I'm not against it. But yeah, my husband loves it. We've done it a few times. But he gets so excited <laughs> when I shoot a gun. You oh, know, it's funny. just right. that brings him joy, and so that brings me joy. Right. So while you know, if I could give in to that feeling of mm. I don't like that. Right. Um, but again, now you're missing out hmm. on an opportunity to connect with your husband. Right. You know, and um, I think that's just a lost opportunity hmm. to to yeah. put selfishness above connecting with your husband. Yeah. Um, unless he's asking you to do something super sinful, I'd say, you know, go for it, give it a try. And you, you know, you never know (laughs) what you may end up liking totally that you didn't think you would like. Yeah. Um, but just bringing him that joy is, is super rewarding. Yeah. Well, that's really good. And, you know, listening to you, it sounds like not only are you willing to spend time with your husband, Mm -hmm. but you know, that you're actually in a different mindset where you're even choosing to put his needs Mm -hmm. before your own. And even though we're out of time, uh, I think we'll be able to talk about that in the next episode, you know, that need to prioritize his needs. Would you say that that's correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, that'll be interesting to think about. So I think we can walk away from this one clearly saying that if our husbands are 
going to be our best friends, then we've got to spend some time with them. Absolutely. Uh, So we'll pick it up in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, Please share this, uh, like it, comment on it. You can even email us at wf at compasschurch.org with your topic suggestions and questions. And Ashley and I will meet with you one more time. Mm -hmm.